Before listening, ask a doctor if your heart is healthy enough for Dallas Cowboys football. This is Hanging with the Boys. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, and Shannon Gross. Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl, fellas. Woo-hoo! Canceled that trip to Mexico. I'm not going to Mexico. Well, I tell you, man. Thanks what? to Southwest Airlines. This only on again, off again romance he has with you. Oh, man. What a game, huh? That was fun. What a, a game. Did you get a chance to watch it? I got to watch a little bit of it. Yeah. I didn't. I, I was back and forth. I got to watch enough of it. Well, what'd y'all think? Good times. Happy Julio Jones had a hundred yard receiving day yesterday, and you know the Falcons lost. Oh, y'all ready to move on? Y'all ready? To- <laughs> Hell no, okay. we got to okay. sit on this one for a little bit. These okay. don't happen very often, Nate. Uh, yeah, what? These don't happen. What was their record last year? Who what was the Cowboys' record last? I'm year? talking about wins of this magnitude. What? Don't give me that face. This was a big win for this team. You can't deny that. Well, you know what? What? I'm going to be quiet and let you tell me why it was a big win. Because I think this team, we know what they are now. What are they? They are good. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I was expecting? What? This is what I was expecting. Give me the same question I posed to you. Okay. What are they? No, no. Oh. Remember the question was, tell me why. Tell me why. You think this was a big why do you, Nate, why do you think this was a – was this a big game for the Cowboys? It, it should have been. Okay. Why and should it be? this is the reason it should be. Why is that? Because, number one, most, most importantly, our defense was more than just a uh, part of the win. Or should I say assist to the win? Mm-hmm. They were a part of the win. Mm-hmm. They play. They gave up only seventeen points uh, against the number three against, rated right offense. against offense. They were they stopped the run, literally took the run out of the game, and not just a run, a really good runner, good, a really good runner. They limited the big plays to only three, and one of them it was so late in the game it didn't even count. So that is the reason. I think this was a big win for our deep. We knew since the last quarter of the Green Bay game where our offense was going. Mm-hmm. We didn't know where our defense was going. We hoped that Sean Lee would be a big impact. We hoped that Hitchens would be a big impact. We hoped that uh, with the, the addition of Irvin that he would have an impact. We said, my, we said that Tyrone Crawford was coming. But how could you judge that against the 49ers, which we should have beat? Mm-hmm. A hobbled Redskins team with a bad offensive line, which is the really their heartbeat of their team, too, was beat up, bad weather. We should have beat these teams. Now you go into a team that's virtually a mirror image of you. But we, they, we, 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 and what I mean by that, listen to me, is we control – the clock, they control the clock. They do it with big plays. We do it with grinding it out. Mm-hmm. We imposed our will offensively into our defense. And what I mean by that is we took away their big plays and say, grind it out. 
go play after play after play. They did that once, I think. That was coming out of the halftime. They had a twi- with a nine-play drive, finished it with a Kelsey with a Kelsey touchdown. We imposed our defensive will through our offense onto their offense. Grind it out. Show us that you can go repeatedly, nine-play, ten-play, 12-play drives with a touchdown. That is what our Cowboys defense did yesterday. That is why I say we have we have grown. And now that is why I say this was a big game. Mm-hmm. See, Nate said exactly what I said, but it only took me one word to say it. <laughs> he said it much better. <laughs> Explained it much better. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think now you've beat a really good team and you know what you know this team is good. Before, like you said, you played San Francisco. So what? Washington, four guys on the offensive line. So right. what? You should have won those games. This is one going in. I don't think a lot of fans thought they they were going to win this game. Now, yeah. me and you have asked the question. Can we ask it? Hey, I, that's exactly <laughs> what I was about to do. Kurt, so why yeah. should we think that this Dallas Cowboy is a has a good team or can be a good team now? Well, it's what you said. I mean, they've come together. They're, they're, I mean, I can't say it. Maybe I can say it better than Shannon. I can't say, say it better than Shannon. Say it better than Shannon. <laughs> I love Kurt. When you ask me something, it's always, well, it, what you said. <laughs> no, I mean, they look great. They're, 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 we were so worried about all the weapons that the Chiefs had. and the speed weapons. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you take away that one ridiculous play at the end of the half and, you know, that was 20% of their yardage right there, you know, and, and I think you take that away and Alex Smith's passer rating drops from 102 to like 80-something. I mean, outside of that one ridiculous thing, they didn't – Give me a pen. They didn't do much. They, they kept them in check. They were able to – you know, Kelsey did his thing, but that was fine. Outside of him, everybody else was kind of you – know. uh, Yeah, and I'm not a numbers guy, but let me stick some numbers on you. Let me stick some numbers on you. We were 7 for 12 on third down. They were 4 for 11 on third down. First half, third down, they were 0 and 5. That's huge. Our defense, for the first time this year, Last year, I thought we got the defense got robbed because everybody predicated it on our offense. That's fine. But for the first time this year in eight games, our defense literally matched our offense. Play for play, grind for grind. And they held, they more than held their own. And they closed the game out right. with an interception by Heath. So all the people that's been loving on Heath, Hey, throw it back in everybody's face who's been criticizing Heath. <laughs> yep. You know, I had one e- – Leave uh, that man alone this week. I, I had one texture said uh, he was adamant. You guys always tell us that uh, you, you brag on, on Kansas City. No. Like I've said every year, and I have to do this every year, my job is I don't play fantasy football. I look at real tape, real film of real players. Uh, I'm, I'm the biggest Cowboy fan in the world, but during the week, I would give you what has been seen and just only what I think could and should and maybe can happen. I think these guys do the same thing. 
up until we up until this game here, our defense has not shown what they've shown all year. They they show that Charlton, if given a chance, if, with the right group of guys around him, he he will learn. He got him a sack. It was a third down sack. Uh, we saw uh, we saw Lewis, which we already knew, come up and make some nice tackles. Mm-hmm. You know, one time he to the point where he put himself at a bad angle. He got ran over, but he did not let that guy go. We saw Woods come in for a brief moment and made some tackles for stops. And that's what I talked about all week. And that's what I continue. When you play a bend, don't break defense, one thing that you have – two things you have to do, know where to line up at and tackle. And, and, and if you do that right there – you can make a lot of things happen. But I'm going to tell you something. People say Sean Lee played a hell of a game. Look at your defensive line. Yep. When you got Malik Collins, you got Demarcus Lawrence, you got Tyrone Crawford, you got David Irvin, and the Price kid that got hurt that were eating up blocks. Man, Sean Lee was like he was like like he was a Terminator. Yeah, he was reading everything. He was, I mean, one one uh, screen he beat the screen. He beat the, yeah. guy, the guy who caught the ball there. I think that that play <laughs> kind of set the tone to me. Yes. I think he, you know, they boy he gets by Lee and he's got some space. Mm-hmm. He stopped him for a loss, a yard or two loss. I mean, in the way he just closed on him. I mean, it was beautiful. Nate, you said all week one thing this team had to do. Is tackle. Yes. You can catch a 15-yard pass, but you got to tackle. tackle. Yeah. It looked like to me, and you guys tell me what you saw, It to me it looked like the best game they've had from a tackle perspective, in hell, maybe in the time. last three years. Yeah, in I mean, a long time. They bro. were there. It was bam, bam. And 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 even on special teams, you know, Kayvon. Oh, Kayvon brought the hammer in. Yeah. I tell you what, he's turning into a nice little special teams player, man. Well, well the thing is – you got, and this is this is this is what hurts a player if they don't if they don't grasp it, is when you see okay, hey I am thinking I'm the second safety in, but you can see where they working other guys ahead of me. Well, you can tuck your tail, go home, oh baby, or you can say you know what, I'm gonna keep knocking folks. If they put me on this field, regardless of where they put me, I'm gonna keep knocking folks out. I'm gonna make them realize like. Hey, when they do a check mark on on on, on Mondays after the game, Kayvon Frazier, yeah, we need him. Mm-hmm. Regardless of how they need you or why they need you, they just know they can't play without you. Right, and that's what Kayvon has done. He this is second big hit. He, the other one a week or so ago, he caused a fumble. Yep. Yeah. So, that my hats off to how Jason Garrett has really handled this team. I mean, how we doing, guys? He good, coach. Man, when when that gut punch hit, hit us with t- ten seconds left, and that gut punch with with, with Tariq Hill, mm-hmm. I'm I t- like, I tell wow. you what, they they what they scored fourteen points from the yeah from it, the time yeah. between they touched the last touch the ball in the in the first half to the first time they touched it in the second half. Yes, they gave up fourteen points, and the offense is like, wait, what happened? A lot of teams would have folded after that that big play because they had all the momentum coming yeah. out in the second half. Man, I was like, okay, this is it. I thought, I thought, this they're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. And- Broadus was right on though. Broadus like, forget it. You know, he he didn't say forget it. He, he used another L. <laughs> you know, he said forget it, man. And uh, let's just go play. 
I want to watch a game yeah. with Brawlers, man. <laughs> yeah. I bet I bet that's fun. And uh we we when they when they scored our offense, and that's the one time that our offense see it's a give and take deal. And you got to have your players back because our offense said, okay, let's help our defense. And the way we help our defense is going to 12 play drive mm-hmm. and score a touchdown. That settled our defense. Now our defense like, yeah. Yeah, catch their breath. Yeah, we, we back in this because for 29 minutes and 40 seconds, we was the best thing in the first half. We outshined our, even our offense. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, just a 20-second gut punch took all the air out of them. Yep. And I don't think it hurt our defense with that gut punch as much as it gave Kansas City the momentum. That's what I was telling Brian. I said, Brian, it's not the defense Mm -hmm. that I'm worried about. Our defense, I'm worried about it's the momentum it gives Kansas City because they breathe and lives off of big plays. Right. That that was the fourth time this year that we've given up a touchdown within the last two minutes of the half. Yeah. The other three we all lost. Yeah. Wow. So it was nice to see him bounce back and, and, and forget. How many yards did they rush for all together yesterday? Total uh, 68. Hunt had, what, 37 of those? What, 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 what did I tell you? You can be a not a very good defense, but if you make a team one-dimensional and you know which way you're going, you can load up the other way. It got to a point in the game where uh, – Andy Reeves was trying to go to his screens. He was trying to go to short passes, but he knew he couldn't run the rock. Not with no clarity. Not with not with not with it not being dirty. And so when you have a total yards rushing of sixty-eight, what how many how many carries was that? And then your your big horse only get thirty-seven yards. It's the second week in a row he's been slammed yeah. shut. They carried. They had nineteen running plays. Yeah, yeah. Compared to Dallas, it's thirty-one. So, yeah, I yeah. mean, Dallas has five wins. They've held opponents to 61 yards rushing average. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's been the key, I guess. And see, you know, for all you, you all who are really listening, I, I, I'm never doubting that the Cowboys can be good on defense because my, my thing started last year. I, I see where Coach Rod Mar- Marinelli is trying to do it. He's trying to make the whole better than just one part. Whereas most teams had that one stud, like Atlanta got two studs on defense, and, and, and they bank they they life off these guys rallying their guys. If these guys are not in the game or not impacting the game, then they they struggle tremendously. Whereas we try not to be that. We try to say we got four or five or six down linemen that can rush, and if we do miss Sean Lee for a game, we don't crumble. Mm-hmm. You know, I, man, I, I guess I give Lee more credit than maybe I should because no, no, were, no, 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 no. They were bad when I mean. No, it's obvious until until these four guys for the last three games started playing. Like, like, like this is how good I think Sean Lee is. When we don't have a full complement of defensive linemen that's hustling and doing what he's supposed to do, Sean Lee is good. He's good. He's just a good, solid player. When Sean Lee can come downhill and not have a lot like, – like, like with the screen. He just, he just ran to the screen. Mm-hmm. When he made some tackles yesterday, he didn't fight through nothing. He just – he took off because guys we had to – they couldn't stop our down line. And that's – I don't care how good you is. If you got Singletary 
was a good player, but with with McMichaels and all those guys, he was a he was a great player because no interference. Yeah. When you when you got your your Mike Backer Hitchens taking on that fullback, all Sean Lee got to do is come what? Not come hit the running. When you got uh, Wilson handling that tight end or handling that tackle, what all Sean Lee got to do now? Just go straight to the ball, and he's good. And he's a good enough anticipator, so he takes advantage of that. You think our guys are understanding that a little bit better now? They got to yes. tie up the blockers, and yes. But see, the thing is, when I can one on one block him, you know, now that and I got a fullback coming at my linebacker, at my place out linebacker. Now, that that leaves an extra guy to just get Sean Lee. Right, okay. You know, but if, if we double it and I, and I, I got to fight, I don't know what's going on because I can't move this down guy. It's like, hey, man, hey, Tui, come on, man. We got to be, be able to move him. Because if we can't move him and he moving us back, Sean Lee coming downhill. When Sean Lee coming downhill or Anthony Hitchens is coming downhill, that's, you see even better plays from Jalen now. Yeah, that's true. His role is so much better. Yeah, yeah. So – 17 plays I think he had yesterday, and he can really fire I mean, right now he, he, he's playing reckless because he ain't got a pace. When you ain't got to pace yourself, when you just can let loose, that's what you get, man. What did you see out of the, uh, the secondary yesterday, Nate? Not much. <laughs> they didn't have to do much. No. Yeah. Not much. I mean, uh, I saw, you know, Skandrick made up for that uh, – Lackluster effort he gave on 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 the, on the gut punch, mm-hmm. and came up and made a nice play on the reverse. You know, uh, like I said, I saw Lewis come up and they, uh, my man Anthony. What is wrong with him peeping in that? Still doing it? Uh, he did it, and, and it's only a, it's only a. Oh my God, it, it, it's so small, but the guys in this league are so fast. <laughs> All they need is just that glimpse. Uh, his technique is kind of. Raggedy, he, I think he, I think he can, he can rectify that. I really think he can, he can, he can, because I, I don't give up on guys, mm-hmm. you know. I don't give up on, until you just repeatedly show me, you know. Uh, we we overcame some things. Now we overcame uh, a, a rare moment. Uh, Jones had some rare, some rare moments back there where he just couldn't seem to get his mind right, you know. So, uh, but when you look at a team that. That believes in one another, you know, regardless of who's on the field, these guys playing hard. And uh, I don't know how good Kansas City is. The numbers say they're great. Uh, But our defense played well at home. You think that, I mean, we've always considered them a a bend, but bend don't break defense? Not yesterday. Yeah, I was going to say, do you think they're starting to be – a little bit more of a when you when you can first down and third down almost go together. You know, you always want second down to be as offensive quarter my play my play down. I, if I'm gonna do something, you know, but if you if you always getting five or six yards on first, at least four yards on first, you know, you know you got a good a good shot at looking at a nice third down if it comes to that. You know, so they 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 did what they had to do yesterday. And uh, the third and tens where we were notorious of giving up, we didn't do it because it didn't get to that. Mm-hmm. You know, we kept them behind the chains. So 
they were always guessing what we were doing. I mean, we had a couple of blitzes where we brought the corner and we brought a safety off the edge. So, I mean, and I th- whether it was a nickel or dime or whether it was a base defense, Coach Marinelli did a nice job of dialing up some stuff, you know. Uh, and, and, you know, I can just go on and on, bro. You can't tell me, and, and I'm convinced now, you know, and I said this before the show yesterday, you know, somebody said, what do you think about about Dez? And I said, I don't think about Dez. Oh, what do you mean? I say because they spread around, ball around so much, and they done took what – while we out here in the real world thinking about what about Dez, Dez ain't thinking about what about Dez, and the team ain't thinking about what about Dez. They think about we're going to have our plays. Just make sure you catch the ball mm-hmm. so your plays can be there. And all these guys are running routes, and all these guys are getting open. We got Beasley with two touchdowns. We got uh, T. Will with 147 yards. We got uh, Bryce Butler. He could have had a bigger day, you know, if the sun would have hit him a couple of times. And I, and, you know, and I reluctantly used the sun because everybody else making the catch. So uh, it's just you know, like 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 with Kayvon on the defensive end, you may not be getting what you want, but make the most of what you got. Yeah, yeah. You know. What they? Why was Terrence? Why did he have such a big day? Were they keying on other guys, or did he just? He found his groove, mm-hmm. you know. And a, and a lot of thing is, I think, I think, you know, we forgot that he had a major injury. His foot was messed up, mm-hmm. and so maybe he's feeling good there, even though he kind of hurt himself yesterday. But you know, T. Will is a street guy now. He's just like a any street basketball player, you know. He's going to have that game where, oh, my God, it seems like nothing can go right. But if he start that game where things are going going right, because before Bryce Butler was that guy where everybody would, you know, when he go to scrambling, it used to be T. Will mm-hmm. with Tony. You know, but Butler seems to be Dak's guy that, oh, when he's scrambling, he looked for But yesterday that turned out to be T. Will. When he got out of the pocket prematurely a couple of times, that I think in that first half – he kind of wasn't on target because he he felt that he was going to feel pressure. And I think a lot of times he didn't. You know, I think he looked at the film a couple times, especially when he scrambled out and hit T-Wheel down the right sideline. If you go back, it looked like the president was out of – was finna lose maybe the president of Collins finna lose his man, but they gathered themselves and, and boom. And he, he stopped him cold, but by that time – He's gone. The quarterback was gone, you know. Uh, we, we talked about how we wanted to line up Dez opposite of Marcus Peters. Right. Well, that meant T. Will. If they did that, you know, I mean, that meant T. William will was, and Bryce. And was, I think in the end, according to Pro Football Focus, he caught passes on seven different Chiefs defenders. So yeah, it didn't wow. really matter who was putting him, who they were putting on him. He was getting the job done. It was impressive. Well, let's take a quick break, and when we come back. Each one of us will talk about one thing that we were impressed by or that we noticed in the game. What? I was gonna see how long Wait, I, no, you, man. I was just gonna see how long I can Hurry up, you... Shannon. <laughs> On hanging with the boys. We, the entertainment loving people, want a smartphone built for us. With ATT and DirecTV, you can get the Samsung Galaxy S8 with an infinity edge-to-edge screen that's perfect for entertainment. We want 
exactly what you just said. Buy a Samsung Galaxy S8 and get one free after bill credits when you buy both on AT&T Next and have Direct TV. Visit your local AT&T store today. Buy each for $750 on installment agreement with eligible service. New line is free up to $750 in credits over 30 months. Credits start in two to three bills if service canceled by balance due. Taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Limited time offers. See store for details. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas-based Jack Black, is the number one best-selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit GetJackBlack.com Cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black, look good, smell good, feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit stetson.com slash cowboy to find a retailer nearest you back to hanging with the boys we are back hanging with the boys kurt talking about the boys sir yes tommy john gives you the feeling of freedom where it counts with a contour pouch that nestles the boys with over three million pairs sold we put it in the hustle to make sure you're nestled shop exclusive underwear at tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboy i did it yeah, yeah what my I did it today. I started started the transition. Yeah, I ordered me three pairs of Tommy Johns online. Got you ten percent discount on you. Whatever. Yeah. They even, they'll they'll yeah. took my took my employee discount right there at checkout. They'll be delivered to my desk in her office mail within two days, All free right. of charge. So yep, I would have probably ordered more than that, but they're out of my size. So they need to get on that. Oh. So I ran a uh, oh, yeah, congratulations. Ran a half marathon with uh, Dave Hellman Saturday. Nice work. Yeah, we both finished. Neither one of us died. <laughs> and after I got through with that, I went home, showered, took a nap, got up, put on another pair of Tommy Johns, and I was like, you know what? I will never not run in a pair of Tommy Johns. Oh, you ran in some too. Oh yeah. Oh, look at you. Awesome. All right. Awesome, awesome. So proud of Dave, though. Dave did great, man. He was in better shape after the race than I was. He did He did really good. I think he ran it just over two hours. So. He's been training better than He you has been you. training. So way to go, Dave. I think we decided me, Derek, and Dave are going to run the Cowtown Half Marathon in so, February. So, so. Uh, your boss didn't run with y'all? No, he supposedly had a back injury. <laughs> he says he's going to run this one in February. Supposedly. Well, what day was this supposed to be ran? Uh, it was this past Saturday. At what time? 8 a.m. He couldn't get to the game. He couldn't get to the game. The game was late on that night. Oh, what? The slaughter of the Texas? Slaughter of the horns. <laughs> slaughter of the horns. <laughs> oh, man. 
So let's go around the horn here and, and talk about one thing that really stood out to you guys. I'll start it off. And yesterday, and, and I've seen it in spurts, but yesterday, and maybe because I was thinking about it more as the game was going on, but yesterday I realized how much this team, if Zeke is suspended, how much they're going to miss him. Because there were some, some runs where he just lowered his head and moved the pile and, and took a run that would be negative yardage, make a guy miss in the backfield, and then you know turn it into a two- or three-yard gain. Not that, you know, not that Alfred Morris and McFadden and, and Rod Smith won't be able to do that. I just don't know if they'll be able to do it as consistently and turn those negative plays. In. What are you – Nate, what? <laughs> I love where everybody gives Zeke all the praise and then the other eight guys that got to replace him, we don't know. <laughs> if, if we knew, we wouldn't need Zeke, right? Right. Okay. Right. Thank you. All right. But I just – I mean, I – I guess I was focused on it yesterday, knowing yeah. this might be his last game for a while. And he just looked really good. He looked like he's finally hitting his stride. And I think this team's really going to miss him if if he has to sit. That's that's the one thing that really stood Did out to me. Did you see uh, Tamba Hali's uh, quote after the game, the Chiefs? Uh, I did not. I think he's – Defensive end? Yeah, yeah, he made, yeah. Defensive yeah, end, outside linebacker. He said, well, one, he thought the Chiefs – or the Chiefs. He thought the Cowboys are the best team in the league. Oh, and, wow. they, and they've already played the Eagles. But he's, his quote was, Zeke is a really fine player, but their offensive line does it in a way where it allows him to run fast, run slow, do whatever he wants to do. Credit to the offensive line. Which I'm – with you guys, watching Zeke, I'm thinking – we need him, you know, obviously. But hearing stuff like that, I'm thinking, well, maybe that offensive line can get us through. Yeah. And there and there were a couple of plays yesterday where he was super patient. Like he would he would swing around the outside and just wait on his block, put his little hand on his back and let that guy but Now, we don't know if Alfred uh, – we're not saying that Alfred and, and McFadden and – what's you call it? And, and, Rod Smith. And, 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 we can't, they, we're not saying that they can't do it, right? <laughs> we're not. We're not. I got confidence in him, but <laughs> that's what Jason said at the he he slipped the game. You heard the press conference? No. Oh, he they asked him about Zeke and he just he just went to talk and all that all did he stop to say, and we're not saying that we don't have confidence in the other guys. <laughs> oh. Wow, what was, what do you guys think? You, you I, I wanna know what my man here think because now don't you do like him, right? Praise one guy and they have to praise eight others. All right, no. I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. You know, I know I, you got to break them on the show, right? Yeah, I mean this this sounds like again low hanging fruit. I always grab that, but I I was impressed with Dak. I mean, there was a point in the game where I I was kind of I didn't think Zeke was doing a whole lot. He was he was getting his yards, but early in the third quarter, they were down by a touchdown, and I thought that's when Dak really kind of. He came out. He took them. He led them. They marched down the field and scored. And he, he, I think the first drive, he was five of six. I mean, he, he's he got that composure. Alex Smith's supposed to be maybe the best quarterback, not the best quarterback in the league this year, obviously. Most not, proficient. But yeah. But Dak, efficient, really. Dak went blow for blow with him. And, again, you take out that crazy 56-yarder at the end of the half, and, I mean, Dak's, Dak's stats were a lot better than, than uh, Smith. So – he kept him on the straight and narrow there. He I kept think, it going. I think the first half, Dak was up around 20 to 25 attempts. 
And Brada said, man, you don't want to finish the game with him up around 40. He, I think he finished with 21 for 33. Right. Uh, said halftime he was 12 for 21. See, let me say this right here. Understand this right here. With the way this kid is growing, you got to walk through this with me, Shannon. The way this kid is growing, and you've always heard me say, expect this kid is learning the right way. He, I am so glad that we don't say, hey, we got to throw this guy eight targets. We got to throw this guy ten targets. He's learning to read the field. When you read the field, you find yourself throwing to a lot of different receivers, a la the kid with the Saints, the Patriots, Stafford with the Lions. When you start throwing to what's open, now a lot of times you find yourself being a better quarterback. And what he just said was so great because in the first half, I think he was kind of rushing kind of tight, you know, and the only person he was really finding Besides in the end zone, Beasley, he was only finding 83, T. Will. But as the game went on, then your boy climbed that ladder right for the half for him. Uh, Dez climbed that ladder for him. Ooh, All of a sudden, it just boom, 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 because he realized that they ain't on me as quick as I thought they would be. Mm-hmm. And so he is – he got more efficient in the second half. He found receivers all over the place. And this is what's going to give us a chance, more than the running backs. This is what's going to give us a chance just in case somebody get up on us and stop our run. He's going to give us a chance to win. That going to give us a chance to win. See, and that's what, every, that's what I laugh because I see what you're trying to say with the rest of the guys. But the one guy that's been handling the ball besides the guy behind him is the quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's handling the rock. He's doing a good job of handling the rock. He's still being careful with the ball. Yesterday, he 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 takes his chances. Remember Witten? That should have been – look, it should have been an interception, right? Right. <laughs> Witten caught the ball going out of bounds. He threw another one like that. He's like, whoa, okay. He, he will take his chances here and there to try to help his team win. But he's still got to be cautious and make sure he's hitting the right guy. Mm-hmm. And so I, I like what you said, man. That, that, that was great. Dak, Dak, still right now the best player on the, te- in the team is Zeke. Mm-hmm. You know, I got into it with, you know, with Mick last year. I got into it with everybody. Because I thought he should have been the MVP of the league, the MVP of this team, and the rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. Because he was it. You know, but in a quarterback-driven league, it don't always go your way. Where is he at right now, Kurt, league-wide? In the rushing? rushing? Yeah. What's one thing? Yeah, since 690 going into this game, so what he got 700 and whatever now. I think he's third, 780. He's third overall, no, but no. when you look at yards per game, I think he has the most per game. Yeah, 70. Uh, he's second right now. Behind 783 who? full yards behind Cream Hunt, who is uh. 800. Yeah, he got uh, he got slammed last week against Denver, and he got slammed again this week. Yeah, yards per game, he's third, ninety-seven point nine. Who's ahead game. of him? Peterson, I guess he hadn't played as much, but he's a hundred and four. Oh, that's a small sample size. Yeah, Leonard Fournette, ninety-nine point uh, three. That's a big sample size. <laughs> what, what, uh, Nate? What's what's something that stood out to you? The way the defensive line allowed everybody to prosper. See, I, you know, a lot of people can a lot of people can fool themselves, but 
When when this defensive line is doing what it's supposed to do, everybody feeds, everybody eats, everybody makes plays. What turns into a good play becomes a great play. And Demarcus Lawrence did not get a sack yesterday, but he opened up so many holes for everybody else because they still had to double team him, bump him, you know, and uh, he made some plays. Are they are they scheming different on defense, or, or are they just starting to play better as a group? When you when you got that. War daddy, as the head man like to call it, the owner like to call it, the war daddy, it, 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 and the other players realize they you ain't getting double team. Uh, uh, Malik Collins giving up a little bit because he had that one technique because he'll get double teamed, especially on runs and stuff like that. So we got to keep him healthy. But you got to. Uh, I, I just saw him flat out rushing a couple of times, just getting after, getting after the tackle. And I mean, almost getting to the quarterback. He. He's just playing, man. He flat out playing, running, and hustling. Uh, Who's that? Malik? No, uh, I'm going back to the big dog. Oh, Demarcus. Demarcus. Yeah, he just flat out playing, uh, and that allows everybody else to to make plays. You know, uh, the big fella in the middle, David Irvin, at the three technique. A couple of his sacks been because Tyrone Crawford has gotten off the ball real good, and the quarterback saw him early and had to step up. And here go big fella. Yeah. Big fella just standing right there. I got you. That's what his sack you know? was yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah. Step up and you step up and see. Charlton's too. Was... And when, when you can't step up, when that middle pressure, when you can't step up, that frustrates a quarterback. You know, because he's he, he like, okay, I'm getting away from the tackle. Now you step up and get slammed. You know, that, that, that frustrates him. You know, because all quarterbacks are taught to climb the ladder, step up in the pocket. And when you can't do that because you got Malik and you got David Irvin and you got the Price kid, I don't, I don't know, he got a sprain, so he's out. So I guess Asher will be next man up, you know. But here we go, man. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Price, I think he had, what, a dislocated kneecap is what, what they he's, were saying? He said that after the game. It sounds like he's definitely going to miss some some time, mm-hmm. significant time. But there were a few guys, you know, Des limped off, hurt ankle, but he – he said after the game he thought he'd be okay. Same with uh, Terrence. Yeah, Terrence was he was running around the locker room. He didn't look hurt at all. So. <laughs> uh, the Tyrone, the Tyrone Smith. Yeah, Tyron yeah. Smith. That's a big one. Groin. That, that's game huge, groin. man. That's huge. Nate, as a as an offensive lineman, how how serious is a groin injury for tackles? Mm-hmm. That could be ugly. Uh, as athletic as our offensive line is, and where they get out and pull and run screams, it's, it's a detriment to all of our guys the way the way they play. Mm-hmm. But for our left tackle, who nine times out of ten got to dance with with some good people out there on the end, and he got to be able to change directions real nice and real smooth. You you got to be extra extra careful with him. You you know it, you know what what probably wouldn't affect me as a guard. Really would really affect him as a tackle, mm. you know. And and uh, Lyle Collins is doing a nice job at that right tackle, so you can give your left tackle some help, which would be Chaz Green. Chaz played well in his absence last week, I mean last year, and a little bit at the end of the game. But now we're trying to, you know, it's limited. The depth is being chewed on mm-hmm. if he's not in there. You, you, you know, Bell becomes a, a factor. Uh, even Looney could become a factor. It just depends on how we, how well we play, or how we struggle without him. If he misses time, yeah, and he's and he still got that lingering 
back issue. Yeah, that's not going away. So, uh, you know, some things you just have to ride with. Yeah. Would that affect – I guess we'll find out later this week, but if he's – if he's kind of day to day, does that affect the way that they handle the inactives on game day? Would they oh yeah, activate an extra lineman just in yeah, case. Yeah, you you you, coaches got coaches sitting in meetings right now playing out all the scenarios we're talking about. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing they do. You know, once they break down the film, see what's what. They, you know, they looking at the injury report because. You know, you can look at all the film you want. If a guy leg broke, why are you looking? Right. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying. I mean, it just don't make no sense. You know, hey, you, hey, I know your leg broke, but on that inside move, he, <laughs> you <laughs> out of the move picture. on, huh? Yeah, you got to move on to the next guy. How, how does that work? What? When do they look at the film? Are they looking at it immediately after the game? Some coaches do. Mm-hmm. Uh, some coaches, you know, they 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 give themselves a breather to enjoy the victory. You know, if you lose, you know, hey, where my where my pad? You know. I mean, you know, we, I just drank myself to sleep, you know, <laughs> watching the movie, you know, but uh, the horror movie. But uh, these these coaches here seem to be guys that got their priorities set. They probably take a deep breath, you know. Uh, if they drink, drink them a few cold ones, you know, relax or whatever. You know, if they don't, they, you know, eat some chocolate chips like you're trying to do over here. Or the yeah, I was, oatmeal. Yeah, I was late today because yeah. I had to go get me a cookie. Yeah, so. <laughs> oh, it didn't bring us any. Yeah, but. Each coach is a little different. Uh, coaches, some coaches are just hardcore, and, and he want to see every coach with, a, with, a, with with his pad in his hand. You know, and the coach be like, man, you know, some coaches be like, man, I, I got enough time. You know, I'm, I'm going to relax right here. So, Do they grade them on Monday? Is that how that, that works? And then they Yeah, a lot the of them. Oh, man, by the time a lot of coaches already got the grades in now. I mean, they may not fly. On the plane grading, mm-hmm. but they up the next morning early after the Sunday game, getting their grades in. Now, Jay, you know, but they don't have to be into what Tuesday mm-hmm. players. Yeah. Now, so you know, some, nah, they got them grades in. They know what each player has done. Yeah, if he's played significant enough minutes. What'd you guys think about? Um, I didn't see it on TV because I was obviously there, but the Romo tribute. It was nice. Get to see that. I got to saw it. Uh, not. Before the game, but I got to see it uh, doing uh, when we was doing highlights. It was, it was sweet. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen it, go to our our Facebook page or our Twitter account, and it's they actually have the uh, they showed uh, Kent did a really great job, and then Corey Miller, our in game guy, Kent Garrison. There you go, Kent. Um, Kent put it together, and then Corey had a good idea of, of putting it up on the big board, and then having a little picture in picture of of Tony's reaction as he watched it, and. Jason Witten narrated it and uh, actually talked to, to Chris Beam. He's narrated or narrated? Narrated it. Okay. E- either one. Narrated. I'm from Louisiana. It could be either one. <laughs> and uh, Beam was telling me that, like, Witten redid it, like, 20 times because he wanted it to be perfect. Oh, really? Like, he, he would be like, no, 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 let's do it again. Let's do it again. I'll oh, yeah, it. he I'll did. Do another one. Were you in there for it, Douglas? Well, yeah, he recorded with me, yeah. Oh, nice. Okay, well, get yours in, Yeah, Douglas. get in there, Douglas. <laughs> wow. No, well, I'll tell you what was funny is he. We was had no doubt you would tell us. Go ahead. Oh, well, there's a lot I don't say, <laughs> but uh, what was the reason I mentioned it is it was funny because uh, he was in there doing his thing, and Brad Sham had to swing into my booth to oh, swinging, get something. Swinging Brad Sham, and when Brad got there, Jason upped his game. Oh, he yeah. like oh. he totally became. I mean, and Jason Witten, and you know, I, a lot of guys record commercials and stuff in my booth and 
Witten is about the best that ever comes in there because he just he has an ear for his own voice and when he reads something and it you know I hear that it probably needs to be reread and I usually have to tell the guy mm. he always hears it himself he'll be like wait, wait wait a minute I need to do that one again so you've already got a guy who's a perfectionist then Brad walks in and so Jason's got an audience and he yeah he he put it all into that one it turned out great yeah he's he's such a perfectionist when we did those finish this finish this fight videos last year you know uh Lindsay cash and, and taylor stern wrote those scripts and they gave it to to wit and he actually took it home and like changed it all up and like almost redid the whole thing because he he's such a perfectionist but that was like, funny too because they record they were all in there coaching him mm-hmm. and when they got done they left and he kind of was loitering and as soon as the door shut he comes back in and he goes hey i need to do it one more time <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> yeah, so one, anyway that's Witten. yeah one cool thing after the game and i can't i'm so mad i didn't get this on video or we didn't get a picture of it but you know the players are at midfield and they're all swapping jerseys and they they do the prayer circle around the star and everything and dax i guess doing an interview with cbs on the field and uh, you know, Rich grabs him, Dal Ripple, our head of PR, and he's like, you know, we got to go. So um, Dak turns around, he's standing on the fifty, and he looks up at the booth, and he holds up five fingers on one hand and four on the other, oh, and cool. he and he points up at Tony up in the booth, and then turned around and, and ran in the locker room. I thought that was I thought that was really cool. So nice. I'm tell you something, man. It's my quarterback. I, I never, ever forget what what Tony did. A year ago, man, when he when he turned it over to to, to Dak, man, and, and see he doesn't get enough credit. Yeah, a lot of people want to want to talk about what team is. A lot of people uh, want to tell you know all year Tony Dak, Tony Dak, Tony Dak, and uh, and even after Tony did that, you know people, you know they want they want to you know that 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 is what amplifies team. You know, and, 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 and people, you know, in this fantasy league world, you know, you're looking for the numbers. You know, you ain't looking for wins. And I, and I tell people that all the time. These these are true humans, man, that have, that have feelings. And uh, in a situation like that, they ain't looking for the numbers. They're looking for, they looking for your heart. Mm-hmm. And uh, what Tony gave it all, man, I, I appreciated that, what he did, because he didn't have to do that. I ain't never seen a quarterback ever do that. Yeah. You know, he, he, he stepped to the plate like no other for that. Mm-hmm. Well, let's take our last break. When we come back, I want to get your thoughts on why we didn't see Ryan Switzer out there for the last punt return. Cole Beasley took his place. What's that mean for – for a little old switz when we come back on hanging with the boys to work this big land you need equipment with values rooted as deep in texas soil as you are like john deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love john deere was first in the texas fields and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the dallas cowboys find texas size deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See below for details. We, the entertainment-loving people, want a smartphone built for us. With AT&T and DirecTV, you can get the Samsung Galaxy S8. With an infinity edge-to-edge screen, it's perfect for entertainment. We want... 
exactly what you just said. Buy a Samsung Galaxy S8 and get one free after bill credits when you buy both on AT&T Next and have DirecTV. Visit your local AT&T store today. Buy each for $750 on installment agreement with eligible service. New line is free up to $750 in credits over 30 months. Credits start in two to three bills if service canceled by balance due. Taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Limited time offers. See store for details. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas and football, silver and blue, shotgun formations and Hail Marys. Having a Cowboys football party without Dr. Pepper is like having Thanksgiving without the Cowboys. Basically, we wouldn't recommend it. So next time you have a tailgate, home gate, or whatever else kind of gate, grab some ice-cold Dr. Pepper for you and your friends to enjoy. It's a Dallas Cowboys tradition. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. Back to Hanging with the Boys. We are back. Final segment, Monday. Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl. Nobody... Nobody plan on meeting me in Mexico. I don't yeah. know what's going on with this headset. There we go. Booking your ticket to the Super Bowl now? I don't have to book it. I get to go for free. Oh, yeah. All right. You get to go for free. You get to go if we go, Kurt? I hope. Yeah? Yeah, I'm oh, sure. Good. It's kind of all hands on deck then, I think, you know, with covering guys and different stories. And all yeah, because there'll so. be so much going on. We'll need as many people there as possible. Wanted to get y'all's thoughts. Looked out there and... Number ten turned into number eleven for was it just the was it the last punt of the game or was it was there more no, than one? There were the there was a punt in the second quarter that Beasley took. Well, you know what it was? It looked, at least the one in the second quarter. And this is what happened last year with Lucky Whitehead was that if they felt the punt was might land inside the twenty and there was a decision to make on what was going in the end zone or not, mm-hmm. they put Beasley in there. And the one punt that Beasley fielded for a fair catch, he caught it to eighteen. So I'm wondering if. That same thinking was in play here. And the other one was, a, I think he was on, it was a touchback, so it did go into the end zone. Hmm. So it, it may be, they're not trusting Brian, maybe, as much as they. Yeah. Um, and that's not a good thing with this, this coaching staff, is it, Nate? You know, I, I tell people, you know, the best I've seen at learning how to catch punts was Kevin Martin. He was he was good at Boston College. He was real good at Boston College. But what he realized that a lot of these young boys don't realize, including Lucky Whitehead, this ain't a bunch of freshmen or whoever running down at you. These are grown men that want to keep their job, the Kayvon Frazier's of the world. And when you make that, that one slip, they all over you. And you – and – it's best to start slow and be safe and show the coaches that you're responsible than to be, uh, I'm going to show everybody how good I am because you don't get but one or two shots to show how good you are. And if you slip, now all of a sudden you got Beasley, you know, looking at you like, man, hurry up and hurry up and learn how to make the, you know, determine the difference <laughs> of whether you should let the ball go over your head or not. Because believe me, Beasley don't want to do that. It's take a courageous guy to do that. Right. And you got you two know? of the littlest guys yeah. on the team back there. So. 
I tell you what's crazy yeah. when you think about it is these guys spend their entire life playing football with most of them with the goal to play in the NFL one day. You play, you know, lit, you play flag football, you play, you know, Pop Warner, you play junior high, you play high school, you go to college, you put in all these hours, you make it to the NFL, and your career can be over in one or two plays just by making a bad decision. Like, two seconds worth of bad decision. Yeah. All that time and energy you put in your whole life to get to that point could be gone, and you don't get another shot. Especially, yeah, especially if Jimmy Johnson's your coach. I remember Kmart when we first got here, Coach Landry, and uh, they put him right out there. And a couple of them he let hit and bounce and they like, catch the ball, catch the ball. And, he, and I pulled us at Kmart. I said, God, boy, you let him hit the ground. He said, Nate, he said, you know what, this is way faster. And he said, it's starting to come to me. He said, but when I when I start catching him, I'm going to be all right. And he took his time. He took it. And, and, and probably about the second game, he started catching him on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, he, he started taking off with him. And he was good. And he never was questioned. He never was questioned. Because he took the other route. Instead of taking the fearless, I, I'm catching everyone. I'm going to show the world. That's showing the world. So like I say, Beads is just sitting back there. <laughs> Not Beads is showing the world. Right. Why, you know, why don't they use Beasley? They obviously trust him. He's they value, too valuable. Yeah, they just don't want to get they trust, they trust him more with the routes in your quarterback than they do with Switzerland. Well, if I mean, we always get the argument of like, ah, oh, you want your best. You want Dez back there. Well, I mean, obviously he's too valuable, but yeah, Beasley's nifty, but he's not a home run hitter at, as a punt returner. None of them is. Yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah, but see, none of them is. But I guess I'm saying if you trust him, why even mess with Switzer? I guess you just you want to develop him. Like well, that's Switzer. That's his. That's old, his niche coming out of yeah. college. <laughs> yeah, that's but his he, thing. But you know, a lot of times when I see a punt returner, that we, I want to walk into and say, take your time, be smart. But now. You don't want to step at a guy like that, you know. Uh, if, if the if the special team coach ain't telling him, you know, I have no right to tell him. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, it ain't like a, if I see an offensive tackle doing something that's crazy, then I can say, hey man, you need you, you need you know step like this, step like that. You know, as long as I ain't changing his technique, you know, it's everything's okay. And if he's if he's not back there for punt returns, I mean he's. He's touched the ball what twice this year. He is uh, the backup to Beasley. Yeah. He when if something happened to Beasley, he is the man. Yeah, but you know it was good to Beasley had a nice game yesterday. It was good to see him kind of. Mm-hmm. I think this is the first game since Green Bay that he's had four catches. What did you touchdowns. think of that touchdown dance? Yeah, did you get a look at that? Explain Sauce. that to me. No, the first one he did okay. jazz hands. Yeah, what, yeah, what that, that looked like he was a backup dancer for Janet Jackson or something. <laughs> yeah. What's the story behind that? I have no idea. Probably need to ask. Yeah, yeah, you got it. It was no California quake. No, we need to get him on the show. I need to do some work. Yeah, I need to earn my. Yeah, instead of out running in your Tommy Johns on a half marathon, you get some of the players in there. <laughs> they not here on the weekend, Nate. I, was just I can sad. only do so much. I mean, I'm not getting, uh, any, not getting any help from y'all. That's for sure. <laughs> Wow, you, but you one told us you was going to be Mr. Great Go-Getter. <laughs> I got it, man. Oh, they, they know me. Uh, I'm the man. I'm talking about Mr. Tommy John. Mr. Tommy John. Yeah. That's my new name, Mr. Tommy John. <laughs> Let's go over these over-unders. Oh, boy. We, I should have won all of she those. Said. We kind of blew it this week. Mm-hmm. Ain't no we. You, you pencil whip us again. <laughs> wow. Cowboys sacks two and a half. We all picked the over. Yeah. They got two. 
Zeke, 100 yards. I, mean, I guess the, Smith just gets rid of the ball. Or is that why they have a quick? Yeah, he, he quick. He got he, he good at what he does. I mean, and uh, he ain't an easy guy to bring down. Yeah. Yeah. Zeke, 100 yards rushing. We all took the over, including Nick. He had 93. Kelsey, 100 yards receiving. Me and Nick took the over. Nate and Kurt took the under. All right. Winner, winner. Dez, 100 receiving yards. Everyone took the over except Kurt took the under. Mm. And Kareem Hunt, 100 yards rushing. Everyone except Kurt took the under. Oh, I took the over. Nate and Kurt tied with two. Shannon and Nick tied for last with one. <laughs> you didn't pencil whip me, Nate. There you go. <laughs> pencil whip you. Not very good at this game. It's tough. Predictions. We, we the only people that got games that just don't turn out exciting. I know. Very <laughs> anticlimactic. Yeah. Who's got an exciting game? I, I don't know, man. But boy, we 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 be blowing it. I think it, our man. game's that horrible. We better and Bubba Bits finna get fired after this week. Okay? <laughs> yeah. But here's the deal: Shannon chooses the over unders. Yeah. Come on, man. I choose them good. Slant it towards your advantage. Well, I did. I think I do. I just I just suck. Suck at the game. Man, go get Bubba said. Bits, man. He's up there. We'll, we'll, we'll try to get him. Last time I saw Bubba Bits, he was standing on the field waiting on a helicopter to land. <laughs> was he? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what, what Bubba Bits doing out there waiting on a helicopter? Like, yeah, more important than from an island. Yeah, well, I, I don't know what he was doing. I think it was out there taking pictures of the, the Albertsons meat, the meat wagon when they were out there cooking. That's probably what he was doing. Oh, okay. I got a fun deal that might might happen here in the next couple of weeks. Ooh, what's that? So a guy that I met in London from Scotland when we played over there three years ago, he actually plays football in like a semi-pro football league in Scotland. He is coming in for the week to go to the Eagles and Chargers game. And nice. his buddy that was coming with him canceled. So I invited him to stay at my apartment for a week. And I'm probably going to bring him on the show because he has the most kick-ass accent ever. (laughs) He's a huge Cowboys fan. And uh, NFL UK said that they would play our podcast over there if we had him on the show. So I'm going to bring him on. We're going worldwide. We're going worldwide. So we'll probably have him on. You may need to bring him into my booth. I want him to say, grind time with Nate Newton. Oh, Oh, yeah. We can cut, we can definitely tell him if he can't say it right. Don't want to. He's not a perfectionist like Witten. He's not going to do eighty five hundred times. You probably have to so just so you can understand him because he has a very thick Scottish accent. Do we so. need to like send down a warning to the uptown bars with the, you and a Scottish <laughs> That's guy? That's going to be bad news. Together for a week. Yeah. For a week, it's going to be bad. Uh, the beer going to be too cold Scottish for him. Guy? So yeah, true. He, he don't want no cold I, ale. I'm going to come in here with sunglasses on every day. Yeah. <laughs> so he talks you. Well, thanks, fellas. Kurt, thanks for showing up. Thank you. Who's Nate, on your show? Thanks for bringing it. Ah, uh, we've got uh, Simone, and I don't remember Simone Serene. It's somebody in a movie was named Simone. Simone, and who else do we have? Hang on a second. Let me look. Come on, man. Fifty. Fifty-one. Okay. Two. Well, tune in to find yeah, out. Yeah, really. <laughs> These boots are made for talking up next with two beautiful Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders, my ugly self. There you go. And Courtney's beautiful face from 2.30 to 3, and then Coach Garrett at 3 o'clock. Nate, thanks for bringing it.